Welcome to the Lingless Lounge, a podcast dedicated to all us world language teachers who want a place for ideas, humor, and professional development. Whether you're a seasoned veteran or just starting out in the field of language education, we aim to offer valuable insights and practical tips to help you improve your teaching skills that will better connect you with your students and your craft. From classroom strategies and lesson planning to cultural immersion and technology integration, we cover it all in a fun, quick, and engaging way that will leave you feeling inspired and motivated to take your teaching to the next level. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Linguist Lounge. This is Luke. And Heather. And we back. We back up in here. We are. We're back on our normal day, mm-hmm. back in our normal spot. Mm-hmm. No surprises. Well. No, I don't have any. Mm-hmm. Please tell me you don't have any surprises either. No, 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 no. Not as far as this goes. Just in, yeah. in, at school. That's true. Um, so, you, would you tell everybody what's been going right. on with your there room? This is a whole saga at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. It's a whole saga. So, I got in last week into my room, and there was a... Well, so it, it's been either the air conditioner works and I have a dry room or it doesn't work and I have a wet room. Nope, other way around. It either works and I have a wet room. Tell this in a different way. <laughs> so we have these big old, I don't even know what it is, the HVAC system. We have air conditioners. Well, they're also room. heaters. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So the HVAC thing either works and it feels like it's a good temperature and, but there's a puddle. So the, the downside to it working is that mm-hmm. there's a big puddle mm-hmm. or it doesn't work and it's hot, but there's, you know, no puddle, no puddle. <laughs> so it works, which is great. Swamp or desert. Pick exactly. your, <laughs> pick exactly. your battle. So we're in the middle of swamp over here. Um, but it was leaking, not from the unit itself, but like from the floor. Mm-hmm. So like the tiles are starting to separate from the floor. And apparently also the leak is going all the way down into the girls locker room downstairs. Nice. So they came in one day last week and they took everything apart. And my room was a hot mess express. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going to another room. And then no sooner had I gone and like moved my whole self into another room, they were gone. Uh, yeah, as you do. And so then nothing happened, nothing happened, nothing happened. But I'm in a different room. And like then yesterday, apparently I was gone and they were working all day in it. Well, now there's a big, it's like a cloud of, cloud of dust everywhere. And it's just settled mm-hmm. and settling everywhere. And it doesn't work. But the floor is dry. S- but they haven't found the leak yet. And it is like in the wall, like such that they have to jackhammer through the, mm-hmm. what are these called? The, s- the cinder blocks. Cinder blocks. Yeah. To find said leak. Interesting. But nobody r- nobody has an update. They're not, I don't know who these people are that are working on it. They're just the, the maintenance people. Ma- I think they're like imaginary. No, they are here. They are? You've yeah. seen them? Mm-hmm. Every day. Okay. Yeah. They try to do things before school so they're not interfering. Uh, but the problem with that is that it if they're in the middle, like yesterday, today they stopped before. But yesterday, I guess they were in the middle of doing something and they couldn't stop. And it was like 8.30 or 8.35 before they were finished. Mm. So it was loud. Mm. And they were like, it was like jackhammer. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, the saga continues. Yeah. And so now I have to move rooms. So the room that I was in, which I liked... Now I have to move another room because somebody else is in there tomorrow. So you're just traveling. I'm just a vagabond. You're, uh, you're on a cart. I'm a vagabond. Yeah. And Teacher's I on a cart. We salute you. I want to be on a cart. I no. feel bad for you if you have to be on a cart. That's yes. got to be awful. There are lots of Spanish teachers out there. Probably other world language teachers too, but at least the Spanish teachers I know there are that are cart, cart teaching. No. So not a fun experience. No. No. Anytime you have to be uprooted from where you normally are and have to go somewhere else to teach, it's it's challenging. I would think that but would Heather be challenging. is fantastic, and as she. 
as you would have all known already, she she rose to the challenge. It's just it's hard. It's yeah, hard. but that's what that's why we talked about this. Well, you didn't actually. I don't know. Yeah, we did. We talked about it last week on the podcast, but that's why your routines are important. That is why your routines are important. And your prestige. Yeah, it just is taxing, I suppose. It's well, yeah, but taxing, I mean, you know, that's such is life as a teacher. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of the, mm-hmm, that's the only surprise, mm-hmm. but it's not really a surprise at this point because it's been going on for so long. Absolutely. So. Yeah. What about you? Not really nothing. Yeah. I mean, this week is, we're just finishing up stuff this week so that we can go to spring break or spring break, oh, fall break mm-hmm. and not have to worry about any of it. Uh, see, I'm thinking about that too. Mm-hmm. Giving a test and then moving on with another chapter. I think that's probably what I'm going to do. Yes. Well, I'm I'm at, I'm at least going to do some kind of culmination mm, project. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, because I don't really, you know, I'm not really down with the whole like unit test thing, but yeah, I'm definitely going to do some kind of culminating project on Thursday, and probably on Friday. I might like start like dip our toes in the water. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Because okay. it is it is like pertinent. It kind of, the thing that I like to end the second unit on and start the third unit on, they kind of like cross over. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, but across for two different things. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's the verb to be, mm-hmm. but it's, we talk about like condition mm-hmm. and like, um, like in the school, like I'm, I'm in the classroom, I'm in Spanish class, I'm in science class. And mm-hmm. then we go to unit three, which is like around town. And mm-hmm. I say like, I'm at the store, I'm at the, and but it's the same verb. How the same verb. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. So it's condition and yeah. location. Oh, speaking of to be, I, yeah, I did to be today. And phew, I tell you what, that <laughs> is, that is a beast. Well, yeah, because it's totally, di- I mean, I think, I think most, li- for some reason, I think most languages have like these irregular to be's. Yeah. But also English, like th- yeah. they didn't even know that. They don't know what be is. They didn't yeah. know that be was connected to am, is, are, at nothing. Yeah. So that's foreign to that foreign concept in English. Mm-hmm. Even. Well, I mean, but to be fair, like, the way I have to think think about these kinds of things is when you get to high school, how many years has it been? Have you been removed from grammar? Yeah. Because once you get to like sixth grade, probably, mm-hmm. or maybe even fourth or fifth grade, you switch from grammar to reading, yeah, basically. And yeah. so it's like these kids don't have to think about like, what is a verb? What is a noun? Yeah. Like parts of speech? What? Yeah. Who is she? Yeah. Don't so know her. Anyway, it, it yeah, it was yeah. kind of unavoidable today to talk about B, but. Well, I mean, yeah, you can't you you can't avoid it forever. But at least we had one. We only have one, so that's you know, point for German. That is true, but the forms are weird. Yeah, but so they are in English. Am is are. That's true. That doesn't look anything like be. Yeah, but I think that we sometimes get so used to using those words that we just don't think of them as regular or as related. Yeah, Either that one. too. That mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Well, I mean, other than that, like th- we had a great weekend. Mm-hmm. We just well, I kind of self i kind of like manifested some of it because i was like i want to go eat at my favorite restaurant and then i was like asking my father-in-law i was like you know it'd be really great (laughs) if we ate at our favorite restaurant Uh and he was like well i didn't have any plans to do that but i'll let you know what what's going on because he lives he doesn't live in nashville anymore but um and then i was like you know um, it would be really great to get one last one last time in there before I go abroad. Ah. <laughs> Megan was like, "You you guilt tripped him into this, didn't you?" Did. you? I, was like, I, did, I did not. I mean, I made him banana bread and took it to him. Well, it's his favorite thing. Really? Yeah. Look at that. And then he texted me. He I don't think he listens to this, but if he does, he texted me and he was like, "I have just I just broke up in the banana bread for the first time, and I think this is the best one you've ever made." <gasps> wow. And I don't know if you y'all don't know this about me, but Heather does. I like to bake, and mm. I am good at it. And yeah. when people say things like that. It really is just like, okay. That's nice. It's great. Yeah, I made nice. myself banana muffins. Mm. 
delicious. I like that. I Me, like too. That. Me too. I got a compliment like that about my outfit today. Like, I don't feel super confident about this outfit today. Mm-hmm. But somebody in my last block class, she was like, you look like a group member, like you're getting ready to go out and dance. We kind of match a little. It's true. The black and the blue. Yeah. Except I have, what are these? Air Forces? I don't know. I'm not up. Sna- I'm, w- I'm not with the sneakers. Me neither. These were on sale at a thrift store. That's why I bought them. They're very shiny. They're, They're like patent shiny. leather. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, they do look great. They look great with your outfit. You do you do look very put together today. Thank you. Okay, so I want to introduce a new segment. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell Heather about this before. <gasps> oh, I love surprises. So oh, I thought mm-hmm. we could do a real quick hot or not oh. teacher edition. Oh. So I'm oh. going to read off a topic. Okay. Just a one or two word little topic. Okay. And we're just going to say whether we think it's hot or not. All right. I'm ready. You ready for this? I'm so ready. Okay, the first one is seating chart. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I used to be a not, but now I am a bit of a a bit of a hot on it. Yeah. It's a not for me, dog. Yeah. Yeah, I still I still can't get down with it. See, if, mm. it if, if you need it, that's one thing, but if you can avoid it and sometimes with language it I feel like letting them sit where they want to kind of like helps yeah. the acquisition it does and it's not i will say i'm i'm like in the middle of it honestly because like at the beginning i put them in alphabetical order and then they just kind of sift and figure yeah. like where they're gonna sit mm-hmm. so like i start off with one and then like i i that's gonna happen naturally and i'm okay with that because yeah. i want them to sit with people they feel comfortable with um so i'm like a mid on that yeah yeah well you have to pick hot or not mm. then hot i guess okay. i have to choose i'm gonna put a little drum roll effect in here oh next one Okay. Lesson planning. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Well, that's funny because we're supposed to do <laughs> turn those in. No one's checking though, so that's I think it's fine. They told us no one was checking, so <laughs> nobody putting them in there as far as I know. Um, I mean, I make one. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, but it's you know a piece of paper, like it's not. Yeah. So is it hot or not? No, hot. Not now. If lesson plan means like you like, there's certain things that you. Like, mine's a to-do list, basically. Yeah. So, like, yes, if it's that format, but if it's, like, yeah. the learning objectives and the... Yeah. No, it's... I think a lesson... I think when I say lesson plan, it could just be whatever. Yeah. The, I, I don't mean... I would never write prescribe. out a team rubric lesson plan, yeah. probably. Yeah. So it's a hot for me, dog. Hot in the sense that, yeah, it's pr- it's loose. Like, I can adjust it if I yeah. need to. Like, I need yeah. to know what's going on. I yeah. need to know what I'm doing. Yeah. I can't... I, I'm not the kind of person... I can fly by the seat of my pants, but mm-hmm. I would pr- prefer not to. I can. I'd like to have the option to mm-hmm. or not to. That's yes. why I make a plan so that if I want to fly, I yeah, can. exactly. And if not, I got a plan. Exactly. Yep. Okay, number three. PLCs. Not. I lead them, so that's rude to me. <laughs> <laughs> now... If I was your language, if we were all the same language and we were all like gonna be in the similar unit, yeah, I like feel like there. I feel like there's good information though. Yeah, but I think it's not so like world language. I think it's hard to do one in world language when we're all like different languages. Mm-hmm. Just because like if we were all Spanish, then w- the PLC would be useful. Like okay, let's get here. Let's we want to get here by then. Like in ELA, like you know, all the English one yeah. teachers get together and they say you know it's that kind of a thing or like the algebra teachers or whatever. But like. I don't know. I think they're hot. Okay. But, but I also is that think you leave them. Well, yeah, but also because <laughs> I do think that there's a lot of information that that is given at them that's pertinent to everyone. Yeah. Cuz I when I do them I try not to just be specific language. Yeah, you're right. We yeah. have the one-off yeah. conversations, but they're hot, baby. Okay. Hot. Staff meetings. Not. 
It could be an yeah, email. Yeah, it's a not probably. You know for what I'm me. saying? Like, if it can be an email, no, give it to me in an email. Yeah, and like, honestly, I probably won't read it, but you can give it to me. In an we email. don't even have a lot of those, we so don't. it's not That's like a why big deal. I love our principal. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. great. See you out there, KD. Uh, number five, Google Classroom. I have a KD story, by the way. Google Classroom. Mm, I mean, I don't use it. Do you? It's a not for me. Yeah. It's too many things. Well, I mean, I do use Schoology, so like it's kind of a not, but like I do use. Yeah, I don't use any of that. It's all they're all not. So then it's not, no, you don't mean Google Classroom. You mean no, I mean I do mean Google Classroom. No, come on, it's an LMS. No, I mean Google Learning Classroom management system. I meant what I said. But the, but the more broad term for it is LMS. Yes, but there, I don't, I don't. It doesn't matter. Google Classroom is what I'm talking about because that's the thing I don't like. <laughs> but how do you push out stuff to them? Like no, I don't. They get it in paper or they don't get it. Oh, okay. Because I use a lot of like technology stuff. Yeah, no. Okay. Not me. Website. Old school. Okay. No cheating. Anyway. I, maybe they can't cheat. Number. Know. What number is that? Six. Yeah. I think I actually wrote more than I was supposed to. But anyway. Number six. Okay. Emails. N- not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also a no meeting person. You're, so. <laughs> you need to pick one. I, First of all, no pick PLCs. a lane. <laughs> basically. Basically. Here's my thing. I have enough. Like, I have more than enough information. You don't ever get the information <laughs> you need, though, so that is totally not true, and you know it. Please stop. I d- but I'm, what I'm saying is I can't handle any more. Like, I can't. I can't. You don't get any in the first place. Well, I do. I just <laughs> don't read them. That's why I rely on you. And you're like, Heather, did you know about this? And I'm like, uh-huh. No, I didn't In the name of everything holy, <laughs> start reading your emails. No. Okay. This is number seven. Okay. Duty. No, not. <laughs> More negative amounts of not. That's frankly impossible to have negative <laughs> amounts of not. not. I feel <laughs> yeah, so it's a no for me too. But also it. I think it's a necessary evil. Like as I was making this list, I kept thinking about things that were like, okay, but we need but that. We have we, to do we, that. There's no way around it. So yeah. I feel like it is a not. Like I don't want to do it. But right. at the same time, I would rather do that than like. A, a thousand other things that I've well, been asked to do in my career. So, and I talked to Mr. I talked to one of our APs about this today. Yeah. Is I was like, listen, I've got 12 flunkers right now. And Flunkies. I need some time with them to be able Flunker to come Roonies. in. And if I'm always on duty, then I can't, you know, when are they supposed to come in? Because they refuse to come in after school. And so if they can get here at eight, then we can work a little bit before school starts. And he was, I mean, because he's pretty cool like that. He was like, yes, of course, take that time. And I was like, great. So, like, if we could balance it maybe, like, every other day, if we can have office hours, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm missing it because my duty is morning, and that then takes away from time where kids can come in and make up tests or, you know, whatever. Yes, I understand. But also, you are complaining about this to someone who has lunch duty. Correct. There's no way around that. Yeah, but they so do have to be watched in the cafeteria. No. And you've You're saying you don't have time, but I'm getting time taken away from away me. Away from you. I do feel bad you. You could just come in a little earlier. I could. I tried to. I didn't did not work this morning, but yes, I could. You it. could just be like, hey, you need to come to my room at 7.15 and Holy. they could show up. That's what time I get here. Mm, yeah. So That's also this a is not. Self-fulfilling prophecy. No, it's not a not. It's a yeah. It's a hot. Because <laughs> that means I don't have to stay after. Um, okay. That's next true. thing I have was homeroom. Not. <laughs> Again, negative amounts of it. So much. Yeah, not. it's gonna be a no for me too. I think maybe so we should have like not. an advisory. Like, like if you want to, if you want to assign me kids, like say these are your kids. These are mm-hmm. the kids that you need to try to check up on throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And maybe we get like 20 or something. Like, I feel like that would be good. Mm-hmm. But the homeroom thing, man, mm-hmm. it's just not working. No, and every day, no. 
<laughs> well, I don't know about the the uh, frequency of said thing, but you know, it's definitely not ideal. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, homerooms are not. I mean, not. even they need to have information disseminated to them. Like I get that, but not no, not every day. Homeroom is a not. A it's not. not. It's a not. not. Okay, my next number nine. Mm-hmm. There's drum roll music happening here. Unit tests. Hot. It's a not for me, dog. Well, but how I do it, so I, f- I feel like they're different. I don't it's still it. a test, it and they're still, still coming in to take it, and they there's still anxiety attached to it. There may be anxiety attached to it, but it's also absolutely nothing different than we do in class. Like Yeah, I get it. Like it's And they're like, well, I didn't study for it. I'm like, good, I didn't actually want you to. That's kind of the point of the test, is that it's what is stuck with you anyway. So yeah, like, I think I'd rather just do like a, you know, integrated... That's what it's actually called, the Integrated Performance Assessment. It, that's great, but it's also a specific day where you do nothing but that. Yep, that's true. I would rather just assess as we go. And I think there are what... I'm not saying that if you give a test that it's bad. You do right. whatever you want. But for me, I just don't... I think it's a not. I think there's mm-hmm. better ways... That, better For me, mm-hmm. there are better ways that I can assess how they do or yeah. what they know. So... Then on one day. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next. And last, mm-hmm. number 10. Okay. Telephone jail. Oh, Hmm. Not unless I have unless I take it, but then I make it a one-on-one. Like I'm just taking your phone. Yeah. It's been such a problem, but I'm gonna take it. I think telephone jail is a no for me. It's a not for me too. But I try to come up with more creative solutions to problems. Like mm. I have the chargers that have mm-hmm. worked very well. Like mm-hmm. I I don't ever have a kid that's like no, I don't want to do that. Usually they very willingly put it up there. Mm-hmm. So that really works for charging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I and go ahead. I didn't have anything else to say. Okay. I don't know why I said and. and delete, delete. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, and this works pretty well too. I just try to stay busy enough that they don't need it. Mm-hmm. So oh, I yes, absolutely. move from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. And then the kids that aren't paying attention because they're on their phones. I make a joke out of make it. Make fun of them a little bit. Yeah, that's okay. Um, because I they mean, weren't paying I attention. I'm not going to, I'm not, su- I'm not supporting you making fun, bullying children, but. I'll just point out, you know, you'd be, you would know what I'm talking about if you weren't playing on your phone. Being on that phone. Yeah. Yep, so. exactly. And then generally they put it away because they don't like that. And I don't make fun of them in front of the whole class. Like, I'll just walk around and be like, well, you'd know. Or just uh, lightly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> light. They can handle it. They're, yeah. I mean, these, these guys are 16, 17. They, you know? they like the playful banter. Yeah, they do. And they can, they know, like, they know they've been on their phone. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, no, because I would like for them to show some self-control. I need for them to learn some self-control. That And that's yeah. my main reason why. Like, I want you to put it away because you know you need to not have it out. And I don't want to be in charge of that. Like, I don't want to micromanage. I don't want to be your mom. Yep. I want you to put it away because you know you need to pay attention to this stuff. Yep. Period. That's the ancillary teaching. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's the life skills. Exactly. The life skills, yep. which is always at the base of That's exactly right. What I want to teach. She just hit the nail right on the head, Yeah. Y'all. Yep. Take that one to the bank. For sure. Quote it. Yep. Put it on your epitaph. <laughs> We're teaching life skills here. Life skills. That's exactly right. Oh, well, I don't have any more. I mean, I think I had no, one more, good. but it wasn't like right. No, it's good. I like that. Yeah, I like that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to put some fancy music in there and post okay. so that you can enjoy that. And yeah, you're going to hear this later and be like, why did he even include that in there? But it's because I don't cut anything and I just like it. That's fun. It I seems like it. very real. Um, anyway, so last time we were here together, mm-hmm. not here, but in another location, mm-hmm. but doing the same thing that we're doing now, right. we were talking about two sides to teaching which is mm-hmm. the th- the some some things that we don't enjoy teaching right. and then the stuff that we do really enjoy teaching that mm-hmm. we get a lot of joy out of right. i guess so keeping it keeping that in mind as we chug along here 
We're going to talk about things we like to teach. Okay. So, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, you go first. Great. Okay. So, I love verb conjugation. You know what my number three is? What? Verb conjugation. Yeah. That's my number three, too. Oh, my gosh. Great minds. <laughs> Great minds think alike. I just feel like there's something so fun about it. And I feel mm-hmm. like it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Especially in a language like Spanish where you don't have to include the subject. You can just let the verb tell the subject. Mm. It's so nice. Hmm. You know, I love I loved to teach that to kids because, like, they, I don't know, they just start thinking about verbs differently. Mm-hmm. And I think they... They don't, we don't think about it in English because usually there's only like two forms of the verb, you know, right. it's like talk or talks. And yeah. here we have like, I talk, you talk, he talks. And I just right. think that's so fun. I like he, to. In German, there's a saying, he, she, it, esmos mit. That's for their, when they learn English, they learn he, she, it, esmos mit. That's how they're, they learn American or mm-hmm. English conjugation. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So anyway, that was, yeah, just a side note. Okay. Just said that. What is mot? Hmm? What did you say? He, she, it, es, mus, mit. Mus. Mus. Okay, that's what I was, tr- I thought you said moat. Mus, mit, no. Okay, mus, that's mit. she. Yeah. Um, I thought Z was she. Z is she, but it's also they. Ugh. But then that kind of <laughs> opens up the, that's kind of another reason why I like to teach it because, how, and then I'm like, well, because their next question is naturally, well, how can you tell the difference? Yeah. And the answer is in the verb conjugation. Yeah. Right? Because it's uh, with a T if it's she, and that rhymes. Yeah. And it's E-N if it's plural. Mm-hmm. meaning they um and if there's more than two people it gets two letters ent is there a plural you yeah i don't use it though i don't try to talk about it a lot we just ignore it do people talk do people s- you actually use it yeah like mm-hmm. in conversation and stuff mm-hmm. yeah hmm. i don't think i've ever even heard you say that before yeah yeah i, I mean you can get around it and i don't ever is I there like a you like in spanish we have y'all uh-huh. what my 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 what or uh, my watch phone combinations really flipping out today, man. <laughs> but what? So is there like a y'all versus you all? No. Kind of thing. Y'all. So second how would person, you address a crowd if you wanted to get around that? Oh, to use formal, you would use the formal you or the formal yeah formal you. Like the so Z. yeah, we have we have formal you and informal you, but for us, and everywhere except Spain, it just defaults to the formal you. Uh-huh. Formal plural you. Formal plural you. Yeah. yeah. For us, we just put it in because it has the same conjugation as they. We put that in with they normally because mm-hmm. they have the same conjugation. Um, but I try to stay away from the formal yeah, you because Google Translate. You mean the informal? No, I stay away from formal because that's the way Google gives it to them. Oh, I see. So I don't ever even teach it so that if it shows up, I'm like, mm, what does that mean? And they're like, oh. And I'm like, well, that's what Google tells you. And I got you. You know, so I, I don't ever talk about it. This was a tangent. I just, I sometimes I just need to know. Yeah. You know? It's good. All right. So that was three, but that was the same for both of us. So go on with your two. Oh, okay. Um, You go with yours, actually. Oh, okay. Um, That's only fair. Let's see. Uh, My two is, oh, my essential questions. I love my essential questions. These are my popsicle stick questions. Mm -hmm. I love them. I actually love them. And I think the kids secretly do too. Like it's secretly, they would never admit it. Yeah. Um, but I have them on these popsicle stick questions. And first of all, to get them, like I hide them on note cards throughout the room and then they have to like go on a hunt, but I don't put punctuation. So I'm like, okay, walk around and find the questions and they got to find the questions. Mm-hmm. And then the answers are also there, but they don't have like a period or a question mark. So they got to decide, Yeah. you know, if, if it has the word you in it or if it's I, then, then they have that conversation, which is really cute to overhear them saying, no, that's the an answer. Cause it's got the word I in it. Um, 
And then, so they write all the questions down and then I'm like, okay, now go find the answers and they match that up. And then every day when they come in, they pick a popsicle stick from this little wooden bowl that I have and mm -hmm. they have to answer it before they can come in. And it's like a good, like that's what we do the speaking test on is those. And um, then we also have like, I make sets of popsicle stick questions for like each table. And then like, that's part of the routine, daily routine is like, well, you know, answer Review. those questions. Yeah. Or like I even had two, I had one table. I didn't tell you this. I had one table make up a game, like their own little game. They made up, they wrote me down the rules and everything of the game that they play. So cute. Like they made, I didn't make it up. They made it up themselves. It's really, really cute. Or usually play them, have play teacher. I'm like, so whoever knows them the best, they mm -hmm. get the popsicle stick questions and everybody else tries to answer it. And then you get the popsicle stick question if you got it first. That's awesome. Um, but then they made up their own little version. It's really adorable. What's the history with that for, with you? The popsicle stick question? Yeah. Thing? I don't know. I don't know. I'd like, how did you come up with this? Is I what I mean. I started it here. I didn't do it at my school in Ohio. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't even know where it came from. It just kind of was one of those things. And then I was like, oh, I should stand at the door and do this. And just kind of morphed. Ooh, yes. Which I think, you know, that's what I love. You know, when you have like this little idea and then it turns into this whole like. This whole thing. thing. This yeah, way exactly. of living. I love it. Yes. I love the whole process. That's awesome. I like those too. But um, yeah, I don't think. That just uh, for my flow, I don't think it would work for me. Yeah. But it works really well for you. It really does. I really enjoy it. But it, yeah. yeah, it's a total fluke thing. Like I didn't even. But that's me. You know, that's way. That's way I roll. That's true. Mm -hmm. Actually, you do find out by just sheer luck. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> that's not true. You're a very good teacher, and you don't need luck. Um, but it just it flow. It just morphs. I love yeah. that. That's what I love. I want to change mine, but it, it's actually I'm not going to change it. I'm just going to okay. extend it a little bit because I just was I was thinking about this. But um, I said this in the first episode where we were, you know, <laughs> where we recorded everything but me talking. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't have known that because it didn't. I, I'm not ever going to release that to the public. And also, it was just Heather. And she was just which oh, means it was the best uh -huh. show ever. It was very one-sided, if it you know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but I like teaching the subjunctive. I feel like mm. it is very useful. Mm -hmm. And s I want to extend that into, like, commands as well. Because, mm -hmm. like, for us, commands are kind of like the, I don't know, the stem or the starting place for the ah. subjunctive. But I, I really, this is the first time, well, last year would have been the first time that I taught that fully mm -hmm. without just, like, Sometimes you just give people a word mm -hmm. because they want to know what it is. Right. But, you know, I've a I actually, like, spent time teaching it as a lesson. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it just went, like, the kids. Well, number one, it's very useful right. to be able to say. Because right now we're going through, like, our health unit. Uh, it would be good and or whatever. it's, you know, well, not even that, but just, like, when you go to the doctor. Like, what does the doctor tell you to do? Like, take medicine, rest, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So mm -hmm. it's nice for them to have the vocabulary and to be able to like give commands and but also like for them to start seeing like okay if i want to express what i want someone else to do i have to use a different form of the verb so i just mm -hmm. think it's really interesting and like the kids pick up on it really quick and i was scared for a long time to even bro broach the subject because i was uh. like oh this doesn't make any sense because in spanish we have this whole thing where if you want to use a subjunctive you have to take whatever verb you have and just flip the endings so if it's mm. an ar verb it gets erir endings oh, if yeah, it's erir verb it gets ar endings and but then there are regulars I wanted to ask you, so when you say the command so is the command like the base you're saying that's like the root form there are specific command there's a specific command form but then based on that command form you can add sort of something to there make it subjunctive so we have formal commands and informal commands mm -hmm. so we have like commands for two 
and command for usted or ustedes. Mm. And then from there, they can go from the usted form, and then that's pretty much your kind of like your base, I guess. You could add an S or add a amos or add like an N or whatever. Mm -hmm. You could get like different so it's forms like of the they're verb. Like building blocks. Yes, but the 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 real goal that I have is to get them to understand that you have to switch the endings. Mm -hmm. And another thing is you have to go to the first person form and then switch the endings. So, for example, if we have a verb like tener, which mm -hmm. is to have, in the present tense we have tango, tango. I have. Mm -hmm. But in the subjunctive, if you want to, or if you want to say like don't, how what would be a command that I could say don't have? Um. I don't know. I'm just going to say don't have because I don't know what I'd put after it. But we say 10. Don't if you, have wanna, if you say have, mm -hmm. 10. But if you don't have, no tengas. Oh. So it's just like getting them to understand like you have to. There's a, the, all these steps. But I actually really like things when they're kind of laid steps. out in steps. Yeah. Because like the kids can go back to that. If, if I have a di more difficult time teaching something that's just like it's just because. Mm-hmm. That's not really a reason. Yeah. Which there, I mean, there is a reason for this, but there's a process. Right. I think they, they do better when there's a process. I do think they do better when there's a process. Yeah. Interestingly enough. Yeah. Anytime they they're can. They're not awesome at following directions. Well, anytime that they have, that they, <laughs> like, even if they can get through at least a couple of the steps and then they have like trouble with one, it's mm -hmm. easier to teach that than it would be just to be like, oh, well, you just have to do it that way. And right. that's the end of it. Right. But subjunctive. Mm. I like the, the whole mode switching thing is really interesting to me as mm -hmm. a like as someone who like i said is this the first time i've ever last year and this year would be the first two years that i've ever taught it before because mm -hmm. i never needed to mm -hmm. but it's really fun nice they get it well i do feel like too since we're talking about it's things that we like to teach i do feel like the things that we like to teach we probably also teach better or differently or something and so that they catch on to it differently, that's fair better too you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah um okay so my so my on number one now mm -hmm. okay my number one drum roll I'm putting it in. <laughs> is context clues. Mm. My favorite. Just I context. love teaching, talking about context. Mm -hmm. Because it is the root of like every subject, everything in life. Like, yep. you know, again, we're going back to these life skill things that we're really trying to teach these kids. And like, you know, they get so freaked out when they get a text at the beginning. They don't anymore. But they get so freaked out when they give them a text at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh my gosh, it's all in German. And I'm like, yeah, but just like underline the words that you know. Right. Instead of concentrating on the words that you don't know, concentrate on the words that you do exactly. know. Exactly. And then draw conclusions about it. And they're like, but isn't that just guessing or whatever? And I'm like, yes, but guessing is a learned skill. Like being a good guesser, that's mm -hmm. real. Like that's a thing. And that's what I try to tell them too. I'm like, even being a grown up, like things I do on the daily, like in my life outside of school, like you just have to be good at figuring it out. And what helps you figure things out? Context. Like. Yeah. And I feel like that's transferable to like all of their other subjects yep. and grown up life. Like yeah. I love context. We have just, we just have so many conversations in this, in our, the world that we teach in there. And I, what I mean by that is not in like the actual world, but like in the foreign language world about how we could help assist other teachers. Cause it's not like our content is super pertinent a lot of times to what other people are doing, mm -hmm. but that is one thing that we can do. Reading is always Mm -hmm. and and helping them understand like how to read a text and yeah. like how to you know look for the context Pull that they the need important stuff yeah yeah there's this concept called rainbow reading which i talked about several times i don't mm. think i don't know if i've ever talked about it on the podcast but i did um like i led heather and i did a professional development led one this summer and then last week or maybe the week before i can't remember i did i led another one mm -hmm. and it was about sort of like instructional strategies that are that work and rainbow reading is the ability that 
you have to give someone a text they've never seen before and for them to like make note of specific things in the text. So for us in the in the world language world, it could be, you know, highlight all the verbs that are in the I form, yellow, or underline all the words that are new to you or mm-hmm. circle words that you can, or, um, you know, whatever you want it to be, but it's, mm-hmm. you assign a different color or different action to every single thing you want them to find. And it's just a way for them to like sort of, because really at the end of it for me, it's not really even about, it's not even about like them being able to handle the text. It's getting them to slow down enough to like see that they mm-hmm. actually do understand what oh, they're yeah. looking at Absolutely. or can figure out based on other things around Absolutely. it. Exactly. So it, you know, that's something that has, that has worked for me. Yeah. Especially when I'm giving them like larger text, like anytime you can break it down. Mm-hmm. Like for example, today I had, um, as part of like the bell work, I had them, do a like a more advanced sort of like fill in the blank exercise we kind of did it together and there were six of them and i said before i even showed it to him like this is gonna be very taxing on your brain because you've never done this before like (laughs) we have done it but this was like more advanced Mm -hmm. and so i'm gonna get like i have a word bank i have things that i want you to like uh, blanks that i want you to fill in Mm -hmm. and we're gonna take it one by one and just slowing it down and going one by one helped so tremendously because i know if i would have given them that whole thing at the same time they Mm would have been like oh my god so much yep but you know and they were able to like and the thing that, that the thing that that shows me or like that proves to me that it is working is that when we slow down, they answer them without fail. Yeah. Like there's no errors. Mm -hmm. But if I would have been like, do all six of these, there would have been, it would have been littered. Yep. So it's true. It's, I mean, you do have to find, you do have to kind of search and find things that work for you in terms of like how you want to get them to slow down and how you want to get them to like broach like being able to read context clues. But once you find that out, like it's, it does change the way that you teach. And I feel like for a lot of people, they really struggle. Well, I mean, we've gotten this feedback before too. Uh, Even people asking us to answer questions about how to get their kids to be able to read better. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's something that I've always been really good at. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but it, it literally is because you have to get them to understand the context of what's happening. Yep. But slowing it down, that's a big thing, too. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're right. When I do stuff with the text first, like underline the words that look familiar or, you know, circle the words that mm-hmm. the, that you can figure out, like those kinds of things, because they've actually looked at the text, right? their answers are right. usually still much more right. And you can tell the kids that haven't done that, yeah, they get them all wrong. And right. also, I was just thinking, as you were talking, uh, just a second ago, something I was thinking about was uh, something you that I have had to make myself like force myself to stop doing is if I ever want them to answer questions about the text, I cannot give them to them at the same time. I cannot give them the questions and the text together. Yeah, no. Because what happens is, and I've I have mm-hmm. I will die on this hill. Mm-hmm. You, if you're looking for the answers mm-hmm. in the text, you're not reading it. Mm-hmm. You're just looking yep. for the answer. It's true. So. Break that down if you ever are doing anything that's like reading comprehension based and you want them to answer questions based off a text that they've read. Do not give them the text, the questions until they have read the text. Yep. Don't yep. give them anything except the text. Right. Don't even give them an idea mm-hmm. that they oh, might the be able to do that. Yeah. You know, and I always like, I always make that, make sure they read with another person too, like mm-hmm. out loud. Yeah. Because I'm like, you're, if you're doing it by yourself, you're probably going to miss something. Yeah. This turned into a whole thing, but really. Reading. The so context important. is so important. Yeah. The reading is so important. But if you can find ways to like break it down into like bot size little things well, and for it them. it works for listenings too. Like, yep. cause they're like, well, I didn't understand that word in the sentence. And I'm like, don't worry about that word in the sentence. Yeah. You didn't know what it was. It didn't fall. It like, 
that's not a word. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't <laughs> fall out to you. Th- we say that in German, but it doesn't stick out. Stick out to you. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just trying to teach him, like, look for the word that you do know, and then you can, you know, get the better answer mm-hmm. because you caught on to, like, a word in the question that then when you go to listen yeah. for the answer, then it's like, oh, yeah, it's that. S- side note, when you said that about the falling out thing, mm-hmm. um, don't you love that whenever you Straight as a person, off, yeah. you when you as a person who <laughs> not who is not a native speaker of that language do that? Uh-huh. Like I always, something that I always do is I always say, I want to make a question. Because uh-huh. in Spanish we say make a question yeah. instead of ask a question. Uh-huh. And I'll always in English, I'll be like, can I make a question? And they'll be like, what do you mean? And I'll be like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> question. <laughs> but yes, that's so funny that we do that. Uh. What happens when you just spend your time in a language yeah. that's not your native Well, that's one. what I can't understand about my forgetfulness, too, is, like, there's two languages up here. That's probably why, though. So, I, maybe I just want to... There's no more room. <laughs> <laughs> your emails and your, uh, you no know, No te más espacio. I, I ain't got no more space. It's full. <laughs> it's full. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my last one. Well, also, what, like, when you get to, like, una edad más avanzada, when you get to, like, an advanced age, you just start <laughs> losing brain cells. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, my last one is not really a thing that I teach, but I mean, I guess it kind of is. I guess it really depends on your definition of what you think teach means. But I love, uh, I want to make sure that you understand that I meant love uh-huh. music. Uh-huh. And I love to share that with other with the students. Yeah, Because a lot of times, and I've said this before definitely on the podcast, but a lot of times the only way, I don't want to say the only way, but one of the main ways that I get kids interested in the language is through the music. Like I have kids that don't care anything about speaking it. Not this, not really this semester, but last year I'm thinking of one specific kid and he didn't really, he wasn't like a great, he wasn't a bad student, but he just didn't care mm-hmm. about learning the language, but he loved the music mm-hmm. and I feel like I won, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So like, and, and another thing is there's always these, there's always this perception that it should be a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like kids, kids oh, come yeah. in with the perception that it sounds yep. a certain way or yep. it looks a certain way. Absolutely. And it's not like that at all. You know, there's like, I just read a, um, today. Well, this week is national teach Spanish week. Oh, and I read a statistic that said that Spanish is the second most widely, widely spoken language in the world behind Chinese, behind Mandarin. And there are so many different people that sing and make music. And there's so many different genres, just like there are, in the American world, like in, in American culture, uh-huh. in the English speaking world. Mm-hmm. So I like to try to find stuff that's interesting that would pique their interest, especially like popular stuff, like mm-hmm. stuff that's either on the radios or like playing in the clubs or something mm-hmm. so that they get, they can kind of experience like a not, there's not a, there's no trope there. Right. And I've said this like a thousand times too, but something that they, they really enjoy and they ask me about it, they like miss it when we don't do it is the, the music competition that I do every year. Mm-hmm. I'm not the first, I'm not the first person that's ever done this. And I'm certainly not like, I'm not revolution revolutionizing it in any way, but mm-hmm. it's just really interesting to like, see what they like yeah. and for them to express their opinions on what they like. And you know, a lot of kids, they say, I didn't know that there was, I didn't know that that kind of music existed. Yeah. So that's amazing. Yes. And yeah. I just love that so much. I, and per your example, I started doing that in my classroom. I have never really done music, but usually when they come in and do the bell work, yeah. I have German music playing yep. and the bell work up on the board and everything like that, just so they can hear it because everybody thinks of Nazis when they think of Germany. Or polka. And, or polka, exactly. And I want them to hear like different kinds of music. Yep. And they do. And they're like, 
I really like this. And it surprises yeah. them and doesn't sound yeah. like you were saying. It doesn't sound like, you know, what they think it's going to. Yeah. I don't know what they think it's going to sound like. But they, it doesn't sound like they think it's going to. Yeah. And just kind of broaden their horizons, which, again, is what we're trying to do here. Just yes. broaden horizons. Y'all. Well, and there's also like, you know, like I can pretty much guarantee that I can find something you'll like. Like if you tell me what you listen to in, in English, I can pretty much find you something that's similar to it in, mm. in the language that I teach. Yeah. I've just been like, you know, doing this so long and that it's just it's easy to to kind of win people over by that but you know also i think the thing that they fail to realize sometimes is that there's like a rich cultural history in these places Mm -hmm. it's not like american culture is not as prevalent as people think it is Mm -hmm. and like especially so new like it's really new comparatively like yeah well i mean (laughs) and i think about like especially you know if i i don't know i don't know if you've ever thought of doing this or like if you've ever gone down this route but even like german like just think about how many classical composers were german Mm, so many yeah you know and i think mm-hmm. like for me I, it's something that i <coughs> have had like a really um i don't even know the word i'm trying to f- trying to use right now but i felt very strongly that i needed to do something uh was to share conviction? Is that the word? Con- well conviction but it's not like in a religious way yeah yeah but you can say we convicted okay them. well then yes we'll use it okay. we'll use it in that way so i've been something i've been very like convicted by is just like exp- exposing them to stuff that represents like minority culture and mm-hmm. so like there's a um there is a rapper i can't remember her name right now which is terrible because i was just saying minor i wanted to try to share minority culture mm-hmm. let me think of it for just a second um i can't remember her name but she's peruvian mm-hmm. Marth- Mar- Marthena or something like that well i can't remember her name but i'll put it i'll put it in the show notes so you can see okay. but she sings in quechua <gasps> which is so interesting. Oh. And like she does half the song in Spanish <gasps> oh. and then she does the other half in Quechua. Wow. So it's like sort of like showcasing that like within the culture, there's like micro cultures, yeah. which to be fair, it's not a micro culture at all. This was the foundation on which most of this, you know, the South American culture was built off of. So, yeah. you know, with that being said, it's like, I like to share with that. I like to share that with them. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that's interesting. I think that they would enjoy like hearing it and mm-hmm. seeing it. And even if they don't, like I still have done my due diligence by like it showing them something. Exposing that they, it. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Cause that's, I think, you know, that's part of it too, is like, we have to be able to like show them parts of the world that they not yeah. have not experienced before. Absolutely. But that's my number one. Music is my number one. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Like even today, I let I kind of let a project in my Spanish three class go like a little bit longer than I wanted it to because I just wanted to like sing and like listen to music while they were in there because they like it I like it and it was fine they yeah. needed a little bit extra time anyway yeah. so they're learning yeah they are like being exposed to new things that's, yes you know exactly that's what we do um but anyway uh yeah I'm I think we're gonna try to maybe hopefully. If all goes well, mm-hmm. crossing my fingers, maybe we'll can, we can try to get another one of these done this week. Because I will be in Italy next oh week. Oh, gosh. I forgot about that. I keep forgetting. So Remembering them forgetting. Yeah. Yes, I know. And I can't record it. Well, actually, I, ca- I think I will record a podcast in Italy, but I Ooh. need one to go up while I'm gone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to re- gonna interview one of the teachers I'm oh, with. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like in, in, an, yep. in Italy. Mm-hmm. And I think that'd be fun. I do. We have these little like lapel mics that plug, like plug into your phone. Mm-hmm. That my wife has, and I think yeah. I'm just going to take those. Absolutely, that'd be so cool. Yeah, I think it will be. That'd be cool. Um, and maybe put some pics up. Mm-hmm. So I'm Tune excited in. about that. Yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I feel like I'm proud of us because we didn't talk too long. Yeah. We talked long. Well, 
But yeah. this, if you know us, you know that you love us. <laughs> so that's all that matters. <laughs> to know us is to love us. Is I that what mean, they say? But also, who was it? That, was it Shaka Khan that said, know thyself, know thy truth? <laughs> 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 we know who we are. It's true. We were, we were reminiscing about this not too long ago, about how we, when we started, we were like, oh, yeah, we're going to do little tiny episodes. They're going to be bite-sized. They're going to be like quick and easy and people can just listen to them and it, then I turned it quickly to 60 minute episodes. I just don't know how we talk that long. It's because we like to talk and I think that's okay. I also feel like hearing ourselves in the microphone or in the, what are these called? These are headphones. headphones. <laughs> hearing ourselves in the headphones just, it next levels it. Well, yeah, but we've also talked about this many times about how you and I should have been DJs. Mm. Like next, on next the radio life. station. Yes. No, there's no next life. Okay. Next w- chapter. When we retire, there you go. You and I are going to mm-hmm. go be on the golden oldies. <laughs> but two, I'd have two. We'd have two different versions of oldies because, like, my oldies are like not coming up next. Chubby <laughs> checkers and do the twist. <laughs> no, but I think we. I think I think we totally make it work. Yeah. Anywho, so as always, you guys can catch us on the internet. You can see us on Instagram or at Facebook. Uh, we are at Linguist Lounge or Facebook.com slash Linguist Lounge. We'd love to hear from you. We don't get any messages or anything, so we don't know if you guys like it or not. That'd tell be us great. What you like. Yeah, please tell us if you like if you like it. First of all, if you don't, just keep that to yourself. <laughs> but we would like to hear it. We'd love to hear it as always. Uh, yeah, and I guess we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Ciao. The linguists would like to thank the following people for their help making this podcast possible. Christian Gaposi for use of your studio. You're the literal best. Our families for putting up with our crazy notions and allowing us to do it anyway. We love you all. Our friends for supporting and loving us. We are truly grateful for you. And to you for tuning in. We hope to see you again real soon. Intro and outro music by Brotheration Records. Podcast logo designed by Monday Morning Creative Studio.